ready to learn a thing or two about sex? It's your favorite sex coach, Coco, the conversational freak, and I'm giving you all what you've been asking for. A podcast focused on the real when it comes to sexual confidence, relationships, and feminine wellness. Remember, it's your sex, your rules. So nothing is off limits. Limit, limit, limit. Nothing? Stop talking and listen. Whether you're just starting off your sexual experiences or even if you've been in the game for a little while, we talk about it all. A little spicy, a little freaky, with a side of education, so come learn a thing or two. This is the podcast your sister, cousin, auntie, and maybe your grandma too will want to take a listen to. I want to be the auntie of sex coaches. I want people to feel like they could come to me for an opinion, advice, facts, and still just feel comfortable asking me and just knowing they're being led in the right direction. Are you ready? Are you ready? Now let's master our sex. Confidently. This is your girl Coco, the conversational freak, and I have a good one for you guys today. I am joined by a curvilicious woman who's going to take us into the journey of how it is living as a thick curvy, confident Black woman in today's society. She's going to bring a little sun to this episode, okay? Her name is Sunshine, and she was the winner of Thick House. If you don't know what Thick House is, it was actually some sort of like, it was like America's Next Top Model 2.0 for Black women to embrace their curves and just, girl, just take it away. Let us know. How was how was yeah. that journey for you? Tell us your name, how you got started, what your journey was like on Thick House. Okay, so I'm Sunshine, originally from the Midwest. I'm from Ohio, a small place called Warren, Ohio. But I moved here about two years ago and just went running to the stars and it landed me in some pretty good places. For Thick House, what I loved about it most was it was all about being curvy. Every last girl there was some version of curvy, whether it was like an apple shape, pear shape, you know, all the different mm-hmm. varieties. And just being in that space and that environment was just amazing. And winning it, of course, makes it just put your on top. So what was the most uncomfortable thing about being in a house full of women who are embracing their curves? But you also had to remember that it was a competition. I think the hardest part was probably just that, because had it been something that wasn't competitive, I feel like there would probably still be some relationships that are still around now. But because it was more competition and it still feels like it sometimes, I guess, for some people, it (laughs) messed with what would be, you know what I'm saying? Like. They're cool, but they're not friends the way I think they would be friends if it wasn't Mm -hmm. a competition. So in today's society, unfortunately, there's a lot of body shaming, um, just especially for curvy women. So is that something that you had to go through? Like, were you, you know, you were skinny as a child. And then once you hit puberty, that's when, you know, you started really just filling out. Can you just kind of just take us through that journey? Okay, so <laughs> I've been a big girl my whole life. I was born nine pounds, 10 ounces. I've never been small. Oh, wow. So being a teenager, I was curvy before most of the girls in my class were curvy. Mm-hmm. So the issue with that was at the time, I just thought I was ugly. Now that I'm older, I realized my parents were trying to protect me because little boys were looking at me. 
men were looking at me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a journey for me because I did not like myself for a long time until almost college, pretty much probably freshman year college. But once I did, and once I realized what was happening to me as a child, because it wasn't explained, it sort of changed the perspective. And then I just was like, I don't care. Like, I like me. I have to like me because it's only just me. And I feel like when you get that mentality, something clicks in you eventually. So when you say you don't like what was happening when you were a child, like, what do you mean by that? Because I know for me, like growing up, I had so much body insecurities because my brother and my father thought, hey, if we feed her all these negative things about her body, she's not going to look at boys and it's just going to keep her kind of, yes, yes, honey. So I grew up so insecure and I always thought I was fat and I, girl, I was a little chubby, but I wasn't fat. You know what I mean? So what did you go through as a child who was curvy or more developed? My brother's reign supreme so i could wear a little outfit and that doesn't have to be a bad outfit but they go run a mom or they were mad at me oh mom she got an outfit that don't look right her, her pants too tight that was one thing another one was so i have three other sisters so we mm-hmm. all would go shopping sometimes and do stuff there were things i could not buy that they could buy like the little things oh. like that you just don't like as a kid unless it's explained to you like i feel like the explanation was what was missing for a lot of mm-hmm. us like tell us why you're doing this. Don't just do it to us. I'm like, why can't I wear the outfit? She has it on. looks really cute on my sister. Why can't I wear it? Because I was the curvy one. So, wow. yeah. So then there was just such a difference in, you know, how your parents treated you. And I had no sisters. So to me, I was just kind of like, oh, this is how every, you know, brother and father acts. And it's just like, it wasn't until I got older, I was just like, Y'all caused a lot of insecurity, like my knees, like when I was younger, I would have like a little fat over my knees because, you know, the legs are a little thick, oh. but my brother would be, <laughs> yeah, baby legs, you know what I'm saying? I was still growing out of it. And my brother would be like, oh my God, look at all the fat on your knees. You shouldn't even wear anything that's above your knees. And, and I would like, I was just kind of like, oh my God, like I can't, I shouldn't even be wearing this. And it wasn't until I got older, I was just like. Nigga, I'm thick. Like, what you, what you mean? You know what I mean? So, (laughs) as an adult, it's like you kind of have to take control of your own mindset, especially, you know, as older women, um, black women, especially if you're curvy, it's almost like, oh my God, you're too, you're too big or too fat. Exactly. And with you, what I love, it's funny. So, my boyfriend's a trainer and we have this discussion all the time where, and I want your, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I've seen your feature. Yes, this is a queen who's been featured in magazines, y'all. Y'all better check her out. And you've, you show that you have a lifestyle where you embrace your curves, but you embrace health as well. Yeah. And I feel like there's a misconception with women who are curvy with, oh, automatically, oh, I gotta take you to this restaurant. And it's all about food. And it's just like, she's, curvy she's not addicted to food you know what i mean so it's just like and even just you living a healthy lifestyle it's just like i'm curvy but i'm also healthy oh yeah it's a, like you said it's a misconception like i play sports my whole life and playing sports it's not curve or not curved then it's about if you're what sport did you play oh girl i'm a tomboy don't be um, <laughs> basketball i played volleyball and i played softball and i should have played in college but i didn't i was more like i want to do something else but oh i love a good sport so i think 
it's different because in sports, I was fully embraced. It was never about, I was a big girl. It was about like, dang, she could do that. Or like, come, come on my team. You know what I'm saying? Like the, even the boys would pick you for your team. And none of that mattered. It didn't matter if he was cute, yep. if he was ugly, if he was thick. If you could play, you could play. So people had this conception that being thick means you're unhealthy. And like, I'm like, okay, come play a sport then. Come out race me. Like, come, Ooh. like I eat very, like overall, I mean, we all have our burgers and fries day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, that doesn't mean you're not healthy. Like what? listen listen and i i see it all the time but for you i just want to reverse a little bit so growing up with insecurities and you said you went to college and that's when your mindset just kind of shifted what happened for that shift to change because i feel like a lot of women's kind of like hey i want to be more sexually confident and they just don't know where to start okay college a couple of things happened so the narrative changed everybody well not say everybody a good amount of guys thought i was attractive and not being sheltered by home i got to hear that i got to see that firsthand mm-hmm. another part of it was just being around friends and hearing the things they were saying like girlfriends i realized i didn't really have many of them growing up like it was my, <laughs> me, my siblings and like my teammates so yeah having girlfriends like damn you got a nice body blah blah, blah. i'm looking like what the, what the fuck are they talking about me like, so you never had like a girl group of friends where you could like see different perspectives and point of views and no okay wow no so between those two things and then some unfortunate events and some fortunate events it was just a combination of all of it that was just like okay i can't be that ugly mm-hmm. and if i am ugly i still have to like me because there is no replacement Mm. How old were you? I was 19, 18, 19. Wow. Okay. So what, okay. So what did you go to college for? Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of a nerd. Uh, I was a psych major. I also was on the pre-med bio track. Like my first thing was to be a doctor. For the longest, I wanted to do neurosurgery for peds. And like, that was my first sure thing forever. And okay. then- so, because I'm just kind of, so you went from peds to model. Pretty much. How, sis, how? Sis, sis, how? Sis, sis how? <laughs> like, so, tell us. Okay. A couple of things happened. So I graduate doing well. I could go to med school. Not a problem. The problem was all these natural doctors start just dropping like flies. And I don't care what nobody says. That's no coincidence. Mm. On top of that. I'm like, I love it, but not enough to die for it. And I wanted to do like a That's natural medicine versus Western. Like I wanted to mess with natural and Western, Western, but it's also, they're banning half the medications that are from somewhere else. If they're natural, you can't bring, like, I'm like, whoa, like there's way too much political intertwine. Yes. I don't want to fight that much for it. So then you were like, I'm just going to be out here and be a thick, bad bitch. I'm going to do something else. I mean, it's it's like the only other thing I like. Like, I always tell people, think about the things you loved as a kid. I loved blood and I loved fashion and girl stuff. Like, it was a split, but it's that's who I am. So I was like, all right, I won't die for that. So let's try it. Okay, so we gonna get we gonna change this up a little bit. We gonna get <laughs> that was a nice little icebreaker. That was cute. That was cute. That was cute. So okay, so we gonna uh, talk about sex. So. All right. This is from my own knowledge because I am, I like to say COVID thick because I was lean and I'm COVID thick right now. Okay. 
<laughs> I am at. So I'm COVID thick, but I'm not like you thick. And when I say you thick, if you don't get to a chance to see the video, she is curvy, like in all the right places. So I know we hear this term a lot, like cushion for the pushing and all this. Do you find that a lot of men that you date say things like that, where it's just like, oh, they, they just love like the cushion for the pushing. Like, what is dating like for a thicker woman? So I hate those dumb phrases. I mean, I think they're cute, <laughs> but a lot of men that I've dated have had, I mean, I guess the best word to say is probably a fetish of some type. Um, I had one boyfriend who had a huge thing about just like big girls in general, but he mm-hmm. had an obsession with my feet, like an absolute obsession. Like he would pay to get them painted a certain color every like week. Like it was like a what? thing. Foot rubs. All listen. Good hey, online ex boyfriend. If you, um, <laughs> <laughs> I want a foot rub. Thank you. Um, but of course, a lot a lot of things are physical. Like most people don't want to realize that if they like you, it's the physical first. They have to look at you and like you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I've had the dudes who's like, it's all about my butt or like, oh, you have a really slim waist. Like, so they want to grab me and stuff. But like, (sighs) I think everything's physical. I think, of course, because we have it, it just makes more of a statement. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So what's the creepiest thing that's ever happened because you are a thick woman? (laughs) Okay. So I'm in Don't be shy. (laughs) Oh, no. It's just, it's like, you're probably going to laugh. So I'm in college. And me and my friends are eating in like the college cafe, whatever you want to call it. This guy walks up to us, suit and tie. I'm thinking like, you know, probably a professor or something like that, or some kind of business guy. And he asked if he could speak to us for a minute. So we're like, yeah, sure. So then he's like, I would like to speak to you more, more specifically. And I'm like, "Mm, sure. Like we said, yeah, already. The guy gives us cards and he says, well, me mainly, he gave me, he gives me a card. And he goes, um, I really think you would be interested in this. It could really help you make a lot of money while you're in college. If you're interested, give me a call and walks away. Okay. So me and my friends look it up. I don't know why already. I'm just like anticipating like what? Because it like this ironic things happen. So we look it up immediately because it's like, what, what just happened? Yeah. It's a porn um gateway what? website thing and it was all about me doing some sort of pornography i would start off getting 10 bands do something anal and hold on sir yeah. also man who gave her the card if you're listening please uh email us okay yeah! <laughs> i'm like i couldn't even tell you his name nothing he didn't say none oh. of that he just gives us a card and walks away so we just look at each other <laughs> And die. And my best friend's like, is you going to be a porn star, I guess? No. Okay. So, oh, so that porn uh, gateway that you were given, was it predominantly thicker women? I never, like, I didn't look into it enough to know. Yeah, you weren't even a curious college student? No. Uh, Like, there's certain things. Like, okay, you might try. I'm not about to maybe try to be a porn star. I don't want that. Well, wait, I didn't say try. I me, I'm curious. Listen, you know how curiosity killed the cat? I'd be dead. Like, I, I just want to know like what type. I'm not gonna I, do it. After I saw 10k entry, like 10k payment entry videos, anal, blah blah blah. Oh. The tab was taken out. Like I, there was nothing else I had to see after that. And that that's when you were 19? Okay. And how, how old are you now? 25. This was six years ago. 
Okay, Sunshine, I guess you were bringing uh, the sun to the lives of people that were watching you. But okay. So, I how's that dating is. now? You know what? Dating now, I don't think it's much different than it was before, except more men seem to have BBW tendencies based on the new trends. What's a BBW? Ooh, excuse me, BBW tendency. So, everybody now, ever since Nikki and the Kims, now everybody wants a thick chick or Drake said it. And, you know, so now mm-hmm. it's cool to get a girl that's curvy, a girl that's thick, or she got a fat ass and mm-hmm. slim waist and all that. So, how do you... How do you feel about that? You know, as someone who's naturally curvy, you know, going from, you know, people who body shame or, oh, you, you fat or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about women now who are getting that done in not a natural way? You know what I mean? Where it's just like, well, I have this naturally, but sis over here went and got it injected. And now all of a sudden it's all the craze. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, of course, it benefits us still. I just wish the praise was even. Like, mm-hmm. if we're going to praise what's not, then let's also praise what is. That's exactly. It. Exactly. Because for me, I just look and I'm, it's just, it just got to the point for me where I see these women, um, just in my head, I'm like, y'all all look the same, kind of. And it's not just that. Like, my thing is, if it makes you happy, be happy. But at the same time, not, what five years ago big was not in you Mm. were supposed to be a twig so what happens when this next phase is in and now you change it what if you were the next trend Mm -hmm. exactly but with me what bothers me about it is i agree with do what makes you happy but be honest about what makes you happy i just don't appreciate when people go ahead and get these surgeries and then boast as if they've been in the gym and they weren't no we know the six weeks was for you to be healed from your surgery you was not in the gym for six weeks and and got, got shredded. That's got sh- like dang he went from a 22 to a 12 like yeah. you know what i mean so it's just be be honest about it because to me, that screams insecurities when you're not honest about what really makes you happy. Everybody got some. It just depends on what it is. So what was one of your biggest struggles that you had to get over? And what did you do to get over it? Like insecurity-wise? Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to have a major thing about my legs. And... Eventually, like I said, I just stopped caring. Like, I don't know how it wasn't like some formula or routine. I just stopped giving the hell. And it was just like, yo, somebody likes it. And if they do, they'll tell me. What didn't you like about your legs? They were just so big. Like, I got teased about so much stuff. But my legs are probably the heaviest thing on my body. Like, they're they're massive. And I love them now. Like, love my boobs. But literally, like... (laughs) People, like, I used to get the whole thing, like, I literally have oversized baby legs. Like, they look like infant, two-year-old, those chubby, chunky legs. They're cute, but, like, that's my leg. Like, I am the oversized LOL doll. Like, the little tiny ones. Not a LOL doll. That's that's what I look like. And I know that. Like, like, in real life, I'm low-key a cartoon character. And that's fine. But it's also, like, it was hard to to suck that up. Because it was like, I want the skinny, pretty little track legs. And I want to wear... Those booty shorts, Daisy Dukes, I would never wear those, but they're cute. You see, but that's what I, 
I truly appreciate that because for you to just be like, well, hell, this is what's going on. This, this is my legs. And you've compared them to things where it's just like, most people would probably be pissed if someone else had said it, but you are taking the initiative to say, Hey, this is what it is. This is real life, but I love it here. I love it here. And I think if people start being more real with themselves, like stop denying it. If you look like Bugs Bunny, he's funny, but he's also fire. He's also had millions of episodes. He's a billionaire. Like take your negatives and your positives and make it work for you. If you don't laugh at yourself, somebody can laugh at you. Oh, hold on now. Wait a second. For real. I love, no, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Girl, write that. Quote it. If y'all see that on my Instagram, it was from Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, if you don't learn to be the first one to do it, someone else will and you will be mad. Promise. It's going to hurt real bad. And that's why one of my biggest insecurities, and I will say, it's still kind of, be real with it it still kind of is and it's something that i am working on and it's my arms oh my god oh and i'll walk into a place and somebody will say oh you power lift and i'm like okay that's kind of a compliment because it's like wow you look strong but i'm just like i always think like of how i used to be and i'm just like my arms used to be cut and petite and now i just look like i make real good cornbread you know what i mean but (laughs) but it's just the fact of accepting those insecurities that i have and i'm like well if it's that much of an issue learn to embrace it or change it work out you've done it before so it's cool because I saw a video. There was a video I thought was so cute. Somebody was like, everybody want to have a big girl, but they don't want to take this. So they did like a, a Amazon chart, like a fake Amazon chart. It's like big booty, slim waist, big titties, and then like dangly arm stuff. Because <laughs> it's true. Like most of I have it. Like I have it. I have the dangly arm stuff too. Like we here. We here. Like it's okay. But like you said, it, at the end of the day, it can be changed. Like we can go to the gym and actually make it different. We can go do something about it that doesn't involve something drastic. And that's what's beautiful about it. And that's what I love about it. Cause it's just like, if your body now, when it comes to your mind and your personality, pray to Jesus. But when it comes to <laughs> your body, <laughs> when it comes to your body, that's something you can change your mindset. That's something you can change your personality. You can't, sorry, you cannot buy a surgery for that. Your mindset can't be surgically mo- removed. You have to be the one to take control of that, but your body, anything you want, you can really achieve it. Just take those steps. Yeah. And I think that's a big issue. I think that's a lot what's going on with these, with these surgeries. I think a lot of people are trying to fix something that's not external. Like internally because mm-hmm. think about it you have people who are billionaires and they marry an average looking chick so it can't all be about looks oh absolutely not okay. absolutely not and that's what i try to tell people because a lot a lot of people will always sit there and make them try to make themselves feel better by saying oh well so-and-so my man cheated on me with this chick and she looked like trash why would and you're so focused on the look but yeah. you don't know how she made him feel. You don't know what powerful words of affirmation she was speaking to him. And when he comes to you, all you do is mentally drain him. But he will sit there and he will fuck you because, yeah, you might be a really great time and a good fuck. But hey, at the end, <laughs> give me the mic, sis, give me the mic. But at the end of the day, 
he's constantly going to her and yeah he's coming to you every night but he's mentally gone with her so is it really worth it to be with that person no and it's not worth it for you to just because if it's not her sis it's gonna be somebody else so it's either you got to figure it out whatever insecurities you have that are holding you back that don't allow you to allow yourself to be in these fucked up situationship triangles because sometimes it is the men too but yeah it is yeah sometimes because some we won't we'll focus on our good men we'll focus on because my mind just started going i'm just like lord because you will be a good and honest person and they'll still fuck you over but don't ever internalize that and feel like it's you girl you just wasn't shit and that's okay you chose it ain't shit nigga but heal and work on yourself and then manifest the man that you do want yes ma'am and that's on period you feel like sunday you're all right I can't stand you. Sunshine, thank you so much for coming on the Your Sex, Your Rules podcast. If you have anything coming out, tell the people where to find you and how to link up with you. Okay. Biggest place to find me, Instagram, at the sunshine. So it's the underscore S-U-N-S-H-I, then a nine, and then an E. How'd you just switch like that? <laughs> you said the nine and you're like, ooh. <laughs> I had to think. Sometimes I mess it up myself. I'm like, it's a nine in there. It's not the I, it's the, it's the N. <laughs> Thank you, Sunshine, so much. And stay tuned for some more information about our Patreon membership. Bye, y'all. Want to up your sex game and bedroom confidence? Get exclusive content, bonus episodes, and personal access to me by joining the Patreon membership. There, you will have unlimited access to our classes, which includes the popular How to Ride and Oral Sex classes, along with demonstration videos, get your personal questions answered, and more. This is one of the only memberships that focuses on your specific needs when it comes to sex confidence. Ready to commit to yourself? Join the Sex Confidence Tribe now. I'll meet you on the other side of mastering your sex confidently.